0: When no one's looking, it's easy. When it's easy, it's easy. But when things get tough, it's hard to act with integrity. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Hey guys, welcome back. I really want to spend a few episodes running without a script talking about some of the challenges that matter most. You know, as an agile coach, there are problems that come up again and again and again. And they do so because they're really hard to crack. It's difficult to create cultures, especially in really, really large environments where I know a lot of you are working. Think big financial institutions, think big retail, think government or institutional, where people do the right things and act appropriately at scale. And the first one I want to address is individual and group integrity. But first let's remember why we're here. Let's see if I can do this from memory. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works. Pursuing excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile we focus on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a unique and powerful force in this industry. To be completely honest, I had to cheat to check my notes. However, I want to learn this so that I can do it by heart, so I'll nail it next time. Anyway, remember guys, if this helps you, tell your friends. Don't forget, if you have coaching questions, reach out to me directly. At contact at badassagile.com. I love the questions and I really want to answer them on the air because I think it's the fundamentals in practice where I can really provide a ton of value to all you guys out there in the field. Okay, let's dig in on this question. One of the things I consistently notice when I'm working in large organizations is that people behave with integrity and they can cite the core values and they can claim to live the core values. When things are easy, But when things get really hard, aka someone screwed up especially, and something is suddenly on the line, you know, money, job, reputation, that's where integrity really gets tested. And what's always surprising, if not outright disappointing to me at times, is the automatic behaviors that we fall back to when something is actually on the line. So rather than acting with integrity, it's not uncommon to see people, for example, start blaming other people they might start excuse-making. They might get outwardly defensive. And that could range from plain old rudeness to seeing people mount an intellectual defense almost like a debate in order to defend their innocence, sometimes without even being asked. It can cause people to shut down, to stonewall, to separate from the team, or it can even cause really non-integral behavior like lying, dishonesty, subterfuge, or hiding. All of these behaviors are a betrayal to the team. You can't have a high-performing team with those behaviors intact. You just can't. So as a leader, what do you do? We need a strategy because in the field, this practice matters. Agile, likewise, is really easy to say and do when things are really easy. But the moment things get hard, it's difficult to push back against behaviors and attitudes that are contrary to the agile mindset. And it's worth mentioning too that the very same fears, mindsets, and behaviors that result from those fears, that one would describe as lack of integrity, that also shows up as resistance to agile. I'm sure this has happened to you. You meet people who inexplicably have this knee jerk, almost rash like reaction to agile concepts, and it's really hard to understand. In our minds, we say, why would anyone be so violently opposed to something so sensible? something that's directed at creating greater market value at the customers. It's really hard to understand. And to be truthful, this knee-jerk reaction has the same root of that lack of integrity and in practice, which as we all know, is fear. Now, unlike a fear of public speaking, this one is harder to train out of an individual or a team because it's really difficult and uncomfortable to draw attention to the behavior in the first place. It's really hard to look another human being in the eye and accuse them of acting Without integrity. So, the best and greatest hope is simple it's your example. So, first, you must act with integrity, and then you must train people on the mindset and habits that you use to act with integrity so that others can understand it, adopt it, and habitualize it. So, the first thing you do to make sure you act with integrity is always encourage yourself and others to act with the end in mind. Remember your vision. Remember your purpose. Remember your service. In a way, the question comes down to who do you want to be? Do you want to be someone who is known for cowering from challenge? Who is known for when things get tough, you beat a path in the other direction? So, in the same way that we start this show with Let's Remember Why We're Here, I think it's important for each individual and at the team level to establish why we exist. This is nothing new if you followed my work. But a not so gentle reminder today that when things get difficult and when there are real stakes in play, it is more important than ever to remember who you want to become. Now, alongside that, it might be a worthwhile practice to know the hills that you would die on. Hills that you would die on are your principles, they are the things that you always will do or never will do. And by always and never, I'm referring to absolutes. So one has to decide. Will you never hide the truth? Will you never run from challenge? Will you always act like an owner? What statements can you make as an individual that you can advertise on a t-shirt or put on a poster or start off every slide deck or introduce in every bio that you use to represent yourself and your brand? What are the statements that you can make with absolute certainty that even If you don't execute on them perfectly every time, you desperately want to. And that's the bar against which you want others to hold you accountable. See, if you haven't done so already, write down the hills that you would die on and put them into an ethos statement. I keep mine in a, you know, it's like a PowerPoint slide that I've turned into a graphic that sits in the photo gallery on my smartphone. Now, here's another thing that not a lot of people think of as being associated with integrity. But do you know how to ask for help? Because when things get tough, it's very likely and very common that you can't solve it alone. No one could blame you for not knowing the right way forward in all cases. Sometimes you've got to ask. But think about this have there been times where your pride has kept you from asking? The consequence of which is you weren't able to keep a promise, you weren't able to meet expectations. You see, once you're aligned with your true vision and purpose, And you've stated your values, the hills that you would die on. You're setting a standard for yourself, which you are promising to always meet. And when things are challenged and it doesn't look like you can meet them, the first thing you're inclined to do is ask someone to help you get there. And in so doing, asking for help becomes not a point of shame, but a point of pride. We're not focusing on the fact that you couldn't do it yourself. We're focusing on the fact that you found a way to do it. At any cost, or at least any cost that doesn't violate your core values. Another mindset and attitude that you should embrace and exhibit in public is running towards the fight. When challenge arises, put your hand up and say, I got this one. When someone says, Who wants this? and everyone looks down at their hands, you speak up and say, I'll take it. Become the person that everyone knows will stand up and go first when courage is most required, but not easily found. You'll find something interesting happens when you become that person. Other people will start putting their hands up ahead of you because they like the way it feels to be a person of honor and courage. And if you can do it, they at least believe that they can, and they become willing to try. Now associated with that last one is the mindset and the habit of acting like an owner. Behave like the buck stops with you. Act as though you have all of the decision-making power, all of the authority, and all of the responsibility, even if you don't. But guess what that means, guys? When you act like an owner and stuff goes sideways, that means you put your hand up and say, that's on me. I screwed up. You are always prepared to take the blame, even if the blame isn't 100% yours to take. Ultimately, as the owner, Somebody has to catch all of the spills in the gutter balls, and that's going to be you. Now, let me inspire you for a second. You might say, hey, this sounds great, but it's hard to act like that. It takes courage to act like that. There are real consequences to mistakes. Absolutely. A fearless leader, however, comes to understand through experience that most of the time, the consequences that we most fear never come true. Do I get nervous when I have to own up to my own mistakes? Yes, I do. Am I tempted to hide and to run? Of course I am. Are there sometimes real financial or other costs to making the mistakes that you make? Absolutely. Happens all the time. But the reality is I know who I want to be. I don't want to be somebody who runs. I don't want to be someone who covers up. And if you listen to my recent episode on silver linings, we know that every loss Every accident, every consequence is there to teach us something. Those failures create new opportunities or strengthen character in ways that we never could have expected. And right now, in the back of your mind, if you're saying to yourself, well, you know, I'd really rather avoid those kinds of costs and consequences. But, guys, the alternative is what? To compromise your integrity, to destroy the value of your name, your brand, to destroy your reputation as a leader. How do you put a dollar value or a time estimate on that? You can't. Now, as a leader, it's easy to espouse these if you practice finding the courage. And the more you practice, of course, the more you experience and the less of a leap of faith it is to suggest that the consequences and the outcomes are never as bad as you think, and no one job matters more than your integrity or your reputation. But when you're dealing with people who are under you, who are inspired by you, or who are being coached by you, it's difficult to convince people of that. So yes, you have the responsibility with the team to limit the consequences of mistakes, honest mistakes, temporary errors in judgment. So as a leader, you have to ease off on the consequences and sometimes you have to eat the consequences. That's what I mean when I talk about standing between danger in your team. This is talk made real. This is what a mama bear does, guys she stands there and defends her pack, even if it means her life. It's not a moment of courage that you take advantage of. It is a way of being. It's in your DNA. It's who you are. And the upside is, if you do that, you can let others fall gently without experiencing the full weight of the consequences until they mature and blossom as leaders and are prepared to accept the consequences fully on their own. But of course, there is one caveat. A person who makes mistakes and acts without integrity frequently eventually threatens the tribe. And there is a point at which that person has got to go. So, when I say minimize consequences, I don't mean indefinitely. I mean for the purpose of learning and growth and leader development within your team, you do have to create a safe space for people to fail, as long as that failure turns into learning. So, I hope that I've inspired you a little bit today to create a culture of integrity by acting first with integrity. As an example to everyone around you, those you coach, those you lead, those you interact with. You might not change everybody, but you will change a few. And if you're very, very good and very, very persistent, you might even be able to change the world. And that's my sincere hope for you, your team, your clients. Folks, thank you for listening. You can reach out at badassagile.com or find me on Twitter at badass underscore agile. I'll see you next time. And until then, stay badass.